2: Four sports Works talking a whole lot more. Show 248 on November the 7th, 2022. Dave, I don't know what it's like over in your side of the world in here in the big city of Lethbridge, Alberta, but I think we got about three feet of snow in my backyard. What's it like over there? I didn't make my way over, over, over that part of town for a few days now. It's a little bit uh a little bit treacherous out there right now.
1: It's a lot of it treacherous. I'm in the uh in the uh... <laughs> in the transportation industry and it's a it's an absolute fucking drag right now uh going is slow and very careful the streets are icy i'll tell you this the boy and i shoveled the walk before supper last night and then just a little courtesy path we did this morning and there was a good 10 10 centimeters 10 15 centimeters on that fucking thing again yeah, like it's it snowed a lot in 24
2: yeah. hours. For our American listeners, that's uh, that's six inches there, so that's a lot, <laughs> a lot of snow. It's uh, it's quite a bit. No, it's crazy how much has fallen. The roads are a little bit treacherous and everything else. And nah, I don't know what the deal is. You, you, you wonder why it's always a, a fucking surprise for swear word night already. And why it's always a surprise to uh, road crews and stuff that it, that's going to get the snow on the ground in Canada uh, in the winter. I, I don't understand why it, it's it's such a, a hassle. They do eventually get to it, but it always seems like it's a bit of a uh, a slow start to the road clearing uh, situation on the first big snowfall i don't know why
1: well because everybody wants all the snow gone right away and and when it keeps on snowing they got to keep tending to the priority one route so i'm gonna give i'm gonna give the city a little bit of a pass but there is a lot of bad dumb drivers out there well,
2: that's another Holy thing that blows my mind. And If we're doing this show still next year, probably after the, big, the first big snowfall, we'll talk about it again, how Canadians for, for, forget to over the... Uh, it's only been five months since there was snow on the ground around here, and uh, people just forget instantly. It's, it's crazy to me how every year they forget, and I don't know how.
1: I drove by a guy on a side street yesterday. He, he was a Mustang with no winter tires, and he was stuck. He was all half cocked against the curb, mm-hmm. just spinning his tires, and he put a piece of cardboard underneath the tire and i watch it and i was feeling um charitable so uh, i go out and i go okay I'll, I'll push and he just pins it i go okay first of all you can't pin it anymore and keep your front wheel straight Yeah. and then so he does that and then he pins it again i go stop that we're gonna rock when it doesn't go any further you let your foot off the gas and then let's bounce off the curb and go again oh, okay and then so we did it twice and then we got close and he pinned it again and I said, you do that one more time, I'm leaving you here. <laughs> or sorry, sorry. Like, fuck that. I'm lay the down, one.
2: Lay down the law. You're the one, you're the one outside getting covered in snow. And I'm helping else, you,
1: right? and you're spitting rocks and salt and, and, and shit at me? Yeah. Fuck you, because you don't know how to drive. Oh, it drives me nuts.
2: Every year. No, it's uh, crazy. <laughs> That's uh, the, the low light of the weekend. Actually, the low light of the weekend, Dave, is my NFL picks. Uh, it was a tough day yesterday. I've only got seven right as of right now. I I didn't fare too well. I, I uh, maybe I blew the proverbial load two weeks ago when I won the darn pool for the week. But uh, this week I had a tough go over. I like I said I'm at seven right now. I, I didn't expect uh, the Buffalo Bills to lose um, to uh, to the Jets, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure a lot of people people got that one wrong. How did you do in the uh, the old Bulldog pool this week?
1: Brutal. I oh I got nine. I got nine. So which is I, I guess kind of admirable. A bunch of, yeah, you got seven. bunch of guys got six. Um, the winner got 12. That's a throwing darts. Holy cow. The only game he got wrong all week was Buffalo.
2: Yeah, so I, he, I can't think of anybody who would have got that one, right? Buffalo was uh, looking like they were going to, going to uh, start going pretty uh, gangbusters and everything else. They had that, that early season, uh, hiccup and they, I thought they were going to start flying, but, uh, the, the, the jets are for real. They got a football team there all of a sudden they're, they're playing well. And they, they, well, they, uh, they, they, but I mean, Allen to his own advantage, we'll start there. Um, Buffalo quarterback, Josh, Josh, Allen had a tough day. He, he says it's tough to win in this league. And his exact quote was, especially when the QB plays like, plays like shit. Um, and admittedly he did, he did, he didn't play well. Uh, I admire a guy who comes on to uh, national television after a game and yeah, your emotion gets the best and you, and you say some things, but it's a, it's a time to, when, uh, you don't have time to cool down and let uh, cooler heads prevail, but he comes out and said, I play like shit. Uh, they they beefed it out, obviously, but I, I think it's admirable for a guy to come out and say that at a young age, too, to come out and say that. And conversely, you have a guy that's a little bit older and, and he couldn't uh he wouldn't take any blame for the loss that he got yesterday. So it's kind of admirable that Allen uh nutted up and said that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I watched quite a bit of that game. Um waiting for Buffalo to win that game. I, I I am a fan of Buffalo, I am a fan of Josh Allen. When I say fan, I, I'd like to see them do good. Uh, they've waited long enough, and and there's they're a fun team to watch. They're well balanced. Their quarterback is nails, and yeah, but you're not you're not feeling it every day. You know you can't you can't win them all, right? No matter who's on the mound, you're gonna have an an off day. No matter who's in the pipes, you're gonna have an off day. And and he had an off day by his own admission, and. And what what do you do? Sometimes you shit the bed, and, and and he did. And they still had a chance to win it in the fourth quarter. The uh, the
2: one thing that I know my big bigger takeaway yesterday was the Rams game that I took the Rams to win yesterday. I figured that the Super Bowl hangover has, has to come to an end eventually. I mean, they're they're in game nine now. I think they're three and six is their record now. Uh that is one long hangover that they're nursing and they just don't seem to be putting her together. Uh it usually like a super bowl super bowl or world series or Stanley cup uh, hangover lasts, you know, uh not this long into the season, but it it don't look like they're going to be uh getting out of her anytime soon.
1: No, they're just spinning their wheels. They got no mojo, no flow. Um, you know, the they're they're running games an issue and, and they say uh uh stafford is a little banged up but still you just won the super bowl you lose some pieces and you know and that's another thing too right la traded mortgages the farm for a chance at the super bowl the last couple of years i don't even think they have a, a draft pick in the 20s anymore they're, they're they've given away for so many draft picks and to be competitive in today's nfl you got to restock, redraft, next man up, and and you need top notch talent coming in. And if you don't have those draft picks, it's going to catch up with you pretty quick. Because and then we talked about the past. When you get a
2: chance to go for it, you have to go for it because winning it is so darn hard. And if you don't go for it, when you get that one opportunity, you may never get another chance. Like well, Buffalo's been waited how long to get back to the Super Bowl? Um, they lost those four in a row back in the in the '90s, and they haven't done really anything since. And then, so when you get a chance, which they do, they do now, you got to go for it. And having these hiccups now is better than, than than having it, you know, four weeks from now, when you get into week uh, 14, 15, 16, and you got playoff implications happening. Uh, it's, it's a tough goal. When you, when you, when you're going to go for it, you got to go for it. Um, one take, another one that I have, Dave, the uh, NFC North, well, the NFC in general, but the NFC North might be the worst division. In all of football,
1: <laughs> it's pretty bad. Well, you got the Vikings running away with it, so uh, well, th- between them and the NFC South with uh Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans like between those two, but I, I do agree the Green Bay Packers that balloon is deflated. That is the Hindenburg <sighs> crashing, and, and they no looked out. bad. Rodgers looked actually bad yeah i didn't watch much of that game i did see the highlights lowlights, whichever you want to say and um it's you know father time waits for nobody that is apparent but when an old man needs guys with hands that can get open and he doesn't have that he's gonna look old even quicker and i think that's that's totally caught up to green bay this year yeah just how, like how quick it
2: happens. Like right now, it's like right now. And it's like Brady showed a little bit of a life yesterday in comparison, but Rogers just hasn't got it. Like we've said before that they're spending all that money on, on, on him and don't have any money to spend, to spend elsewhere. It's one thing. Uh, we're at the halfway point of the season just past. uh there's only 14 teams that are above 500 right now. The mediocrity of that league is, is starting to show more and more week in week out. There's five teams that I that I say are, are pretty much done: uh, the Texans, Panthers, Lions, the Steelers, and probably the Raiders. The Raiders for the uh, the fourth, third, or fourth time this this uh, year already, and uh, they've blown a 17 point lead three times. Is it just time to make a coaching change? Which um, happened today with the Indianapolis
1: Raiders are kind of a bit up against it because they just signed this guy right kind of just like Denver and you know this Josh McDaniel he made his bones being an OC for the Patriots with Tom Brady he took a half year off to come coach the Broncos which you know they fired him um that motherfucker Whoops, sorry. That's no, that's a motherfucking move. It's him because they drafted Tim Tebow, a guy that can't throw the ball. That was because of McDaniel, right? And then, and then when you're making stupid personnel decisions and just being stupid, being arrogant, which is the Patriot way, right? But when you don't have uh, Billy B being the the grandmaster. You can't pull it off, and and it's and it's it happens so many times, and I I've mentioned it before. Some people were just meant to be coordinators, and it and it takes a certain sort of, for lack of a better term, alpha to run an organization. I can't remember if
2: it was Nick Saban. It doesn't much matter. It was, it was a college coach who said though that the, the, the head coach coaches the coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Like he not not so much player personnel and everything else, but the the head coach coaches the coaches, and maybe that's there. There's, there's college guys who do so well in the, in that role and can be there for a long time is because they coach these coaches who go elsewhere eventually because there's so many colleges and everything else but um guys who you can only eventually fire so many NFL guys because you still got to be an NFL head coach and there's only so many of those to go around right like you can you can't just insert guy here and insert guy the guy there and and hope that they're going to be good Uh, head coach is because it's it's tough like it's a tough tough job you got to eat sleep and breathe that but that position because you got to know what's going on with everybody you know whereas the the offensive coach the the defensive coach the the offensive line coach the special teams coach he just has to worry about that whereas the head coach has so much more to worry about and it's it's a I mean, they got a, a a roster of 80 guys, plus practice squad guys, plus 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 that they that they deal with, right? Plus the ego, the egos of all these guys. To be an NFL head
1: coach, man, that's a that's a huge, huge undertaking. I imagine 90% of that job is time management and trust. Because you just there's simply not enough time in a day to do everything that has to be done. Um Time management, what am I actually going to spend my waking hours doing? Because you can't break down game tape. So you have to trust somebody who's given you the game tape that you need to sing. Like, where shit went wrong? And then you got to look at it. And then you got to watch it again with the coach who's responsible for that. We got to fucking fix this right now. Right now. Not yesterday. Now. And then next team. This is what we're doing wrong here. And then you go out and practice. And then you got a game play. And then you got to watch the, like, where can we where it's, can we find the weak link where is our weak link it's 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 such a because
2: you got to think like after a game's done the players they can just go home right mm-hmm. they can win or lose whatever they can go for drinks they got monday's off. It's in the bargaining agreement they can go and do whatever they, they want to do no no problem that coaching staff has to get after it right now they don't get time off and and, and that's in any sport like you like football's only got what 17 games you think about a hockey coach you got to do this for a baseball a baseball manager and their coaching staff who's got to be after it all the time like it it's it's a full-time gig that you don't get time off during the season like players get their time off yes they're thinking about it but they're not ingrained ingrained in it like coaches are there's, there's no way
1: no i i completely agree I, I imagine there's no uh uh study time clause in any head coach or oc's uh uh, contract i don't think they're getting i don't think any of those coaches are zero and three since the new call of duty came out that's true uh <laughs> no. and i'm just saying i don't know what it is it is true i don't know if uh is, he always, is, is that true I read I I don't know if it's true, but I went I read it on the Twitter machine yesterday. Well, it's got to be true. I, I sure hope it's true. If it's on Twitter, <laughs> it's got to be
2: true, man. There's no no getting around that. Uh, no, it's crazy. The uh, the Colts made a coaching change to, today. Uh, I think they got he's just a filler. Jeff Saturday, uh, ex-center, I believe, with the Colts in the Peyton Manning years, he took over. That's just a, a filler spot because they don't want to bring in a new guy to 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 fail they can say yeah can you just finish the season off um i have i find that these coaching changes are more so to see what player personnel that they have at this point because if you have a coaching staff that the players have tuned out you don't know what you have for next year like th- there's a good chance that most teams already know that they're ma- making coaching changes on black monday when the season's over they they know already, but the ones that are, that are making changes now they, they they need to see what their player personnel is.
1: You know, and and, and with the Colts, if they do rally now, they're they're a bit out. They're not gonna three
2: five and one. I think they're
1: yeah, they're yeah, exactly. But their division and isn't then, that good, so they're not completely out of it yet. But they're well, they're they're two wins behind. So I don't know in their division. I don't know what games they have left. Um, if they can, if they can beat the Titans who's above them and, and then whatever, you're not going to win out being three, five and one, I wouldn't think, but you know, stranger things have happened. You're only two games out and, and if it's there, like, I don't know, is Jonathan Taylor with his injuries, I guess that's something that they relied on so much and they got to the, not to the playoffs until they, uh. Um, shit the bed against the Jags on the last game of the year. But they were one one win away against the Jags from making the playoffs. So that's not that far away. And then you have uh, Matty Ryan. I don't know if it was necessarily his fault because this new Engelberg, Riddleberg. Engelberg, Humperdinck. Whatever. Because – it don't look like he's the answer either, which which really sucks for the OJ White Broncos because I have that Pittman Jr. on my squad, and his production has gone down to nothing, hey? Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, day.
2: what did you have this week in the good, the bad, and the ugly for the NFL?
1: Well, the good, uh, let's hand it to uh, the Bengals, and specifically Joe Mixon. He had a day. He had a day. Four touchdowns on the ground, one in the air. One better than Al Bundy. Um, I usually don't like putting a, a woman a beater on my uh, good list, but the Bengals as a team showed up, knocked the teeth out of uh, Carolina. Not a good team, but they took care of business and uh, makes them look pretty good doing it.
2: My good was the Jets beating the Bills. I don't think anybody... In their right mind, would have picked that game that that win to happen. I don't think many people had them to even cover the spread, let alone win that game. That's a big win for the Jets, a big win for the, for that young team. And I think that's a huge win for that that uh, that uh, franchise moving forward. Um, they got a shot. The the Jets have a legitimate shot of being a playoff team, and uh, not people, many people thought about that. They're right there, They're, that, that, and that's a good win. It's it's more of an I think it's more of an eye opener for the uh, it's actually a good loss for
0: buffalo as well i think that buffalo can uh
2: Realize we need to go out there and play. Like there, there can be a th- things as a good loss. And we need to play week in, week out because we can't just show up and, and hope we're going to win. And so yeah, I think it's it's good. That that game that was a quality game. That game was um a good for, for both teams. Uh the bad, uh, we've talked about a little bit. That Packers Detroit game, 15 9. I was in and out of it flipping back and forth, uh, just eventually hoping that something was going to happen, and nothing did. That's two piss poor football teams.
1: It's terrible Or football teams. Yep. Um, it's, you know, you can, if you're a Green Bay fan, of course you can go on mini slumps here and there, but when you're losing to Detroit without even uh, seeing 20 points, it's, it's awful without seeing 10 points for God's sake.
2: Yeah, because I think Detroit, I mean, we're not a big stats podcast by any means, but I think I, I read this today. a I it, did read it. That they've been giving up 32 or more all season long. And if and if uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers and there's 40 sheets in the bank uh, or 40 sheets per year are only putting up a nine spot, that's not good. That is bad,
1: bad, man. That's bad. To a division rival that you've owned in your for your entire career, like, you know, they say dog sons on the dog's ass every now and then, but, you know, not that dog's ass. Detroit is the dog's ass. You beat them. That's two wins every year.
2: Every year. It's got, it has to be. And the ugly and if you want to hear something funny uh or our good friend, uh, Jim from fan of the van, uh, podcast there. He had it, his show today, quick half hour show. It's always a uh, entertaining one. He gets a little revved up, which I, I quite enjoy his enthusiasm and passion for the game of football. Uh, I got a laugh out of him when he was talking about, uh, how much Derek Carr sucks, uh, <laughs> with the uh, Oakland Raiders. He's that's, that's gotten flat out ugly. We were, we've already beat that one to death, but that, that's my good, bad. And the ugly was, uh, it was Derek Carr and the and the Raiders like that. That's ugly, ugly, ugly football.
1: It is. Well, like um, <laughs> the Raiders were up seventeen nothing. Yeah. And then they uh, they didn't score in the second half. So when the Jacksonville Jaguars are making adjustments and kicking your teeth in in the second half, that's on the coaching staff. Second yeah. half adjustments. You always see a good teams um, make those adjustments and then assert themselves over weaker teams in the second half. And, you know, I'm not saying the Raiders are, are a, a better team than the Jags because scoreboard, um, but on paper they are. And if 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 Derek Carr can't fucking complete a pass to Devontae Adams, which he did in the first half, like, I don't know. Figure it out. You're both all pros. Well, I don't know if Carr is. He'll tell you he is. Any Raider fan will tell you he is. But, uh, yeah. I, I can't stand the Raiders and this looks so good on them yeah that that uh yeah that one's that one's done. uh my ugly though is the referees I saw I don't know what pass interference is anymore. that is for sure
2: that's so, actually what Jim was saying this morning on the fan of the van podcast when I was listening to him the exact same thing Dave, like it, it's a crap shoot. it is such a crap shoot and it's like I, I don't know enough about officiating a football game. But it seems like such a fucking crapshoot, play to play. Not even not, not even from, from official to official or, or crew mm-hmm. to crew or, or game to game. It's play to play with these guys. You just don't know.
1: Yeah, like because even in that Buffalo game, I realized it was the game was pretty much over. Um, but uh Josh Allen put one on the money like 35 yards downfield. And that Sauce Gardner, cool name. Sauce yeah. Gardner. Um good player. He, yeah, he had arm on his back, hand in the air. Never looked once back at the ball, and, and made contact three times with them, and the ball still hit the bill in the chest. It was a perfectly thrown ball, but it was textbook interference. And and this the, yeah, the garbage with Kelsey yesterday in the game, and I, I can go on and on and on, but I simply don't know where where pass interference, both defense and offensive, starts and ends these days, and that's that's frustrating to me
2: it's got to be frustrating for for an offense too to to be because they, they do play for that call like either they're gonna, going to catch it or they, they get they get the call right like it's the quarterbacks are that good they can put a ball anywhere and so they, they need that call and if they're not getting it that that's got to be it's part of the game plan and, and it's got to be a kick in the pills for for the offense when they're they're hoping to get that call to, to move the ball down the field when it should be should be a caught and nothing's and nothing's happening it, it, it's it's odd to me
1: yeah. And I don't, I honestly don't know how to fix it because I don't, I don't know how you guard someone without a little bumping here and there. Right. Like it's, it's so hard. And you don't
2: want to go to the extreme where they're going upstairs and everything else, every fucking play, blah, blah, blah. It's already taken too damn long to make calls sometimes. And for that to happen, oh, it would be terrible. Uh, Saturday, day, the uh, college football. I was, uh, I was on it from about seven in the morning while on game day right on through. What a day, what emotion, upsets the whole, what a day of
1: college football that was. Do you what I haven't been able to say in November for, I don't know how long? To loss Alabama. Oh, that yeah. feels good to say. Oh, go, go Tigers. You I know, almost, go. keep going, yeah. Oh, no, no, it's, I, I didn't think, you know, LSU is always a good team. Uh, they, they've fallen on hard times since Joe Burrow, hard times. That was what, three years ago, but for them to rise up and take down Bama. Oh, that makes me so happy. I was not expecting that.
2: Well, what I find interesting is that everybody obviously in the sec gets up for, for Alabama. Like they, they're the powerhouse. Everybody wants to beat them. I get it. Like it, it's, it's under It's understood. Alabama's lost two games by a total of two points. Right. Or two or three or whatever it is.
1: We're right, yeah.
2: And it's, um, and they've dropped out of the national championship pitcher, obviously, two losses. You're, you're, it just, it isn't the way it works. But it, it's astonishing to me how far you can drop when you're still better than most of the teams in front of you. Yes, your record has you at two losses, but those two losses were by, by. by okay, they lost by the one in overtime and then by, by the field goal uh, late against Tennessee. So at most, it's four points. Yeah. So it's, it's astonishing to me how that they, they – every saying that Alabama's done. These teams that beat them, Tennessee and LSU, those kids played the games of their freaking lives. The emotion that those kids from, from LSU were showing after the game, up in the stands, hugging their parents, that's the biggest game some of those kids are ever going to play again. And how Alabama can drop out of the picture when these teams have to play as – Good as humanly possible to beat Alabama, and Alabama just dropped out of the picture. At college football, it's, it's it's a rough, it's a rough, rough goal on that end of things. Because man, oh man, Alabama didn't play great, but they played good enough to win, and just got beat in a game like that. And it's it's all it's just it's crazy how these teams have to play so good to beat them, and now Alabama's done.
1: Well, I hope they're done. They, like, I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of magic fairy playoff dust falls in their ass. Like, TCU now is going to be a top four or five team. Are they going to?
2: They're four right now. Yeah.
1: And they're going to put, like.
2: And they'll, they'll stick around. They, who do they? They'll stick around because eventually you have Ohio State and Michigan going to play each other. We talked about this last week. Right. Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other, so no matter what, one of those two teams has to lose. That's just the way that's the way yeah. sport works. So t- TCU, if they can t- toe the line, they will move up to two or three, no matter what. Yeah, that's just how it works. Whether whether they sure. are or not, who knows? Like yeah. Alabama is still probably better than them, but it's just that's just the way it works.
1: Yeah, they got like they got I just pulled it up. They got Texas, Baylor and Iowa State left. Uh Texas is twenty-four and and Texas played Bama tough too earlier on. Texas this year, so. isn't
2: bad. Even though they got the two losses, I think this they're not a bad, bad team at all.
1: They're six and three. Um, they just had a big win, didn't they? Um yeah. Uh they beat Kansas State, um, which was 13, but you know, the powerhouse, which is Kansas State. Who who knows? Like, I I you know, I feel I always have a soft spot for the mid-majors. But you can't – I don't want to watch T, yeah, TCU pay for national championship. I really don't. No. No. Because I don't think they're good enough. But what do you do? The The one take
2: I had while while Al- Alabama – and I was watching the World Series the other night as well while Alabama was playing their game. You had Notre Dame beating uh, a mediocre – which I find a mediocre Clemson team. Clemson was lucky to get by Syracuse – a couple of weeks back, a couple of dumb penalties by Syracuse. Clemson, <laughs> Notre Dame stomped on them. And I, the reason why I like that that win for Notre Dame is because on 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 Thanksgiving weekend, my USC Trojans, who kind of struggle on defense, they play Notre Dame, so it's a quality win. And if USC can beat beat Notre Dame, and it's one of those, well, he beat them and they beat them, and, that, and that's going to help the Trojans cl- climb the rankings.
1: Yeah. You know, if they US- win. Right. Yeah, USC schedule isn't bad. Like with their one loss, um, they got a ranked UCLA, and then they finished with Notre Dame now, who's in the in the top twenty five with a quality win against Clemson. But uh, yeah, I don't see Clemson creeping back up into the top four. Um, is there? Does the Pac-10 have a championship game? Yes. Okay, so it's going to be
2: it's it, it it'll be either USC UCLA
1: versus Oregon. Okay, so the winner of USC, UCLA will be playing Oregon. Yeah, it'll and be Pac-12 be, South, Pac-12 North, yeah. <laughs> and that'll be probably for a spot in the top four. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan will be for a stop top, a, a stop, a, come on, a spot in the top four. Yeah, um, Georgia, the SEC always has a championship game. Like, I don't know how that works. It's usually against Alabama because Georgia has beat Alabama in the regular yeah. season and lost. So I I hope You can't put a one-loss team that lost its conference championship. Can you put them? No. In the final four. So then you're putting Alabama in the top four again. Then. Well, not with two losses, probably, but yeah. But yeah, like, like, could you imagine not having? Well, then what do you do? You need, you have to have an SEC team in the top four. You oh, have you will. To. Yeah, you will. So it's Georgia or Tennessee. you think. I. I don't It'll know. be Georgia. What? We'll figure. We'll see it how out. it plays <laughs>
2: out. But this is the best time of year to be a, to be a college football fan because all, all the different uh, the different lines that can happen, and the different games that can happen, and the wins, and this guy's got to be that guy but you want that team to beat that team because then your team has a chance. Like I said, U- USC if they can if they can win out with uh, they got Colorado, UCLA, and then uh, the end the season with uh, with the uh, Fighting Irish at home at the Coliseum. Um, if they can pull that off, they'll be they'll be in pretty good shape. I'm not saying a national championship by any means because they their defense stinks, but uh, they'll be in pretty good shape to uh, at least go to a Rose Bowl. Anyways, anyways, no great weekend of football. There's no getting around that. Uh, it's only gonna, going to get better from here on in. There's uh, lots of great games coming up. This game's uh, kind of a dud. Kind of figured it would have been like Baltimore's just not a sexy team. Never has been. Never will be. They're hard to watch, and I don't know what it is.
1: I, I think because it's hard-nosed football. I haven't watched a second of it tonight. I, I watched a lot of football. Got my ass handed to me in fantasy. Um, buddy I was playing against had Justin Fields. Fuck, he went off. Good player. Well, yesterday he was, that's for sure. He's a good player. And it, show, it shows you what... Uh, good player on a bad team. But he's yeah, a what can happen with, a, with a, a quarterback when he has an offensive coordinator that, that calls plays that utilizes talents. Yeah. Right. Like, because he was awful watching him play last year against, uh, I forget who it was, but he was awful. He's he's a good player. uh, Yeah. He had a, even though he is from uh, OSU, like, you got to tip your hat when someone's that gifted.
2: 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more, brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today. For all your ticket needs, or your Buble tickets for Christmas.
1: Buble, he's in Calgary. Buble was just in Kios in Calgary like two weeks. You're thinking Brian Adams? No, I'm going to Brian Adams tonight here in Lethbridge. Oh, I, uh, I
2: got roped into her. No, I, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm sure it will be.
2: It will be Summer '69 over and over and over again.
1: Oh, I, I in fact, I uh, don't I, think that's what's going to be the thing. I think he fancies himself a crooner. You know what? Anything he does, he will do for you tomorrow. <laughs> Here's hoping. Are you thinking of going to a
2: game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple go to seatgeek.com or the Seat Geek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, to receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at seatgeek.com or the seatgeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer, sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Use America's favorite sports book to make your sports wagers today. Uh, Dave, over the weekend, man, what a roller coaster motion that this kid uh, probably went through. Uh, the Bruins fans went through. Hockey people went through. But Mitch Miller, we talked about him last year or the year before. I don't even remember when it was. Uh, 2020, he went in the draft to Phoenix uh they said nope we found out about your past we're saying see you later and then the university of north dakota they took his scholarship away that he had uh mitch miller if, for those of you who aren't to know about this he um 14 15 years old he made some mistakes i don't think that they were uh i i don't even want to call a mistake because he he knew what he was doing i mean you know what you're doing it's not a mistake i don't care how old you are he uh, did some pretty horrific things to a uh, African-American uh, handicapped kid. Uh, it's not good. They didn't go away. He's still yet to apologize to the family. He apologized to all of the teams that he uh, was hoping to become a part of, but he never once has actually contacted the uh, the family um, face-to-face or a- anyway, he did send out an Instagram post or some damn thing, uh, kind of a chicken shit move. But anyways, it's Mitch Miller. He uh, The Bruins signed him on November the 4th. All, all hell broke loose. Uh, Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand both both uh, said like, "What the hell are we doing here? Uh, we're the, we're a pretty classy organization here." You can say what you want about Marchand, but uh, they basically said we can't be doing this. They took his contract away uh, yesterday, so he's no longer a, 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 a available to to be on the Bruins or on their farm team. Uh, Cam Neely came out today and, sa- and said his piece about the situation. Uh, he was asked about the vetting process, and he goes, there wasn't one. There was a mistake. I'm not sure how, what, where it was and on and on. Dave, this thing was a freaking mess, and how it gets to this point, uh, we'll get to the, whether you believe it or not, the kid should be uh, b- banned for life, but... Uh, how does it get to this point where a kid then if the if the phoenix coyotes who a complete disaster uh with their marketing and and uh, human resources and everything else um uh, how do the Bruins make this kind of a mistake what's your thoughts on that
1: that's really a head scratcher for me because head scout assistant GM traveling secretary to the GM whoever's bright idea was it to sign that and then obviously they're signing it thinking, we're going to get away with something. Here's this low hanging fruit that everybody's over. Everybody's forgotten about it. Everybody's forgotten about this kid. No, they haven't. Nope. When uh, that came to light, like you run that off up the flagpole somewhere and maybe the Bruins. I like, I don't know because I don't know how this happens. um, Did it as a trial balloon. Okay. We're going to, we're going to announce it before signing it because they rescinded a contract. Um, Check me on this one, but once the ink is dry on that bottom line, you don't rescind it anymore. That's why it's a contract, right? Unless there was uh, if <laughs> a blowback, a blowback cause or something. He like got that. a
2: minor league deal. He's getting max money. He, so he gets to keep the money.
1: Oh, so, so he from gets from to, what to keep I the money. Well, then the fix is in. Then this is really so. So when you do make amends, here's something to tide you over, and then. And you're a free agent. Keep us in mind. I and like something just stinks so. It doesn't bad make a lot
2: of sense because if the, if the, if Cam Neely comes out, and I think Neely's a pretty upstanding guy. I, obviously, I don't know him, but from what I I you, you hear him talk and everything else, you think he's 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 on the up and up. And for this situation to occur, it, it just seems odd to me that I mean you, like. It, I'm no I'm no general manager for a professional sports team but uh there's this thing called Google and you can type in the guy's name and it will tell you whatever you want to see or even whatever you don't more, more, more so what you don't want to see about said individual. Um I don't understand how this can go through like that. It, it don't make much sense and then for for the um for the Bruins fans to go up in arms quickly and then the players to go up in arms and then Bettman himself said this kid isn't eligible to play in the Nash hockey right now because of what happened. So yeah. that there's, like you said, I, I never thought that the fixes in, but there's something not right here because it's just how, how to go in, in two days, having an, a professional contract to not having one. That seems odd to me.
1: Yeah. Like, especially if he gets to like rescind the contract, but you get to keep the money. Like, I don't get it. Why don't you just leave a bag full of, uh, uh, of, of, dollar bills in the YMCA. Like, I, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Cause they're not dumb. They're like, Christ, what are they? 11 and one this year to start the season. Boston is on absolute fire right now. 11
2: and one, 10 and two. Yeah. They lost the yeah. Leafs on Saturday night, but yeah,
1: it's, it's uh, it's, they're doing something right. And, and, and why they would, bring this uh the the media firestorm upon them well that's the one things-
2: thing that's, that's the thing I don't understand Dave like they're're they're, they're rolling like you said they they got things going Marshawn just came back things are going good f- for the team uh, they're they're on their last legs with with this with this group they got and this group they got's been around for a long time um to, to set this Miller kid in the middle of it yes it was going to be in the minor leagues to to start but to to throw this tire fire into the middle of your dressing room when when you're rolling it it don't make any sense to me how a gm uh, is it sweeney i think i think i think i think think neely's the 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 president and sweeney's the general manager for sweeney to put this tire fire in a dressing room that's that's bad juju bad like that doesn't it does not makes sense and i'm glad that the players came out and said something because uh man it's we can get in if it's right or wrong that the kids uh banned right now but for 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 the players to come out and say no man this is bad this is bad press we don't need it
1: no um yeah it's just it's just odd to me i because they're not stupid and and they would have known that this kid hasn't apologized and made amends, you know. And and you know what? Maybe that would be a, a suitable punishment and suspension for this 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 Mitchell kid, you know. You don't you don't play in the league until this this kid and his mom have forgiven you, because he, it's costing you millions of dollars already, and you haven't done anything about it. Nothing. Two three years down the road. What kind of piece of shit are you well, you're already that, a piece of shit for doing this kind of stuff
2: and and that's the thing like when you're when you're 14 or 15 years old yeah we we did some probably uh, i wouldn't say horrific things but we did some stupid things like to at, at the age of 14 when you're 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 getting a uh one of those uh ring pops and wiping it in the urinal and, and forcing in this kid's mouth and then saying uh some very racist comments to the, the this uh this handicapped uh boy um I don't think that that's that's a, a, a childish mistake. I think that's bad parenting. I think that it's uh, there, there, there's some definite, there's something
1: wrong with you. There's,
2: there's, there's definitely some wrong white privilege there. There's definitely a, an issue well, there.
1: Picking the, the, on the defenseless. Yeah, th- that's
2: like, that's bad, man. And like, I, I should a person be given a lifetime ban for something they do at the age of fourteen or fifteen, though.
1: Well, if he hasn't realized the error of his ways, then that tells me he hasn't learned anything right you you, like i'm not saying ban him for life what i am saying is don't let him back in the league until he's proven that he's a different human being well even when he he
2: got convicted i think it was ohio doesn't matter what 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 state it was got convicted of, of of a crime and and then the probation officer said that he hasn't felt any remorse for his crimes like it was through the whole thing, he's he's not felt he has not apologized. He hasn't felt remorse. He doesn't really. And just with his his parole officer and the training that they get, they basically said this this kid doesn't understand the the level of a, a, a atrocities that this kid that, that he did. And it, it it's a for when you get a report that tells you that you're still fuck up and you have still still haven't done anything. Like when I screw up, I I get reprimanded. I have somebody who tells me that I fucked up. I mean, I may not listen to her very much, but I and then I try to fix the error of my ways, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not not to that level, but for for this kid to be given a report by the state of whatever he lived in, and say you have not done this, this, and this to 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 uh, reconcile anything, and you're still not doing it, and you have millions of dollars sitting in front of you, and you're, and you're still not doing it. Maybe the kid just is a piece of shit,
1: and and that's all I can assume right now that he's a piece of shit. That like, how can you not do this when you have that carrot in front of you? You're a piece of shit.
2: And you know, to, to lose your scholarship to you to University of North Dakota, which is a pre- prestigious hockey school in the United States, uh, and to to lose that, to lose your draft status, and still not do anything about it, and then just hope that someone takes a flyer on you and gets away with it. That's that's got to, you. Don't get a hall pass if you're a good athlete or anything in life. You 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 just don't and and now and now more than ever and i don't want to use the, the term cancel culture but this is kind of a a positive can, cancel culture where if a kid does something stupid yeah you're going to get canceled and if you don't feel any remorse for your actions you should get canceled and until you until you show some remorse or 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 do something to help out the situation that, that you caused you're going to stay canceled and that is, yeah. so, so that's why I don't want to say it's, it's canceled, cancel culture. It's just, it's morality, a morality clause of life.
1: Cause this isn't like it was a one-off mistake. It's no. not like he drove drunk. It's not Years. like he, yes, he, he, it was habitually picking on this uh, disadvantaged kid, yeah. a classmate of his picked on him relentlessly and mean. And, 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 and like we said, he was disabled. He had a learning disability. Like how big of a piece of shit do you gotta be to think this is cool? Because I imagine he was a big man on campus being a hockey five star playing for hockey USA. Like I gotta guess he was one of the more popular kids on school. Popular kids don't do that kind of shit. No, they don't. They don't. Because, you know, people are kissing my ass and they're friends with me, not because I'm a dick. It's because they wanna because I'm a good guy and I and I'm really good at sports and people wanna know me. Yeah, they don't. They're, they're like, you like you, you had every opportunity in the world to be a leader in your school, and this is a kind of garbage you do. Yeah, that's I, bullshit.
2: I find it odd. I find I just find it odd that, that a professional hockey team, especially with the uh, with the internet and everything else that we have, sound like an old man. They're the the internet. Somebody called the world, the world wide, wide web. web. <laughs> yeah, that that the the Bruins with that they would even attempt to take a flyer on this kid without anybody saying anything that they thought. I thought of on the radar because everybody, everybody and their dog since the 4th, which was on, on Friday, who's uh, commented on this, is baffled with the whole situation. Baffled.
1: Doesn't make sense. There's something else going on behind the scenes. I don't know if his parents or a scout or an agent is just saying, hey, the kid just needs some more time if we can get some money. Like, I don't know how much money um, the Bruins are giving him. But, like. They...
2: It's not life changing by any means.
1: Well, and it shouldn't be any money. Yeah. Like if it's anything it more. Yeah, it should be bus fare to get your ass back home. That's it. Like, I don't know. Like, is this kid playing hockey? Are his parents loaded? Because I don't think he's playing. Because then where's his ice? Where's he working on his game? Like, is he just hanging out in the basement and pumping iron? Just, I don't know. Like, uh, kind of yeah, like I De Niro in Cape Fear. <laughs> Going for his revenge, eh? Smoking stogies, getting tats on his knuckles. Jeez, I, a, a a a knuckle a tattoo on the knuckle. Like, I don't have any tattoos at all, but I imagine a tattoo because
2: I got I got fucking old man hands. <laughs> fucking, th- that's gotta hurt, eh? Like, without try- without any meat there on the knuckles. I think that that would hurt a lot. A, a knuckle tattoo.
1: I'm told rib tattoos and the the inside of the arm, the fish belly of the bicep. Those that's where it hurts the that's most. That's where the most. That's what I'm told by people who have them.
2: I'm uh, I'm closer to fifty than I am forty. I think my tattoo days are well behind me.
1: Ah, you can get a fourteen twenty when we go when we can quit our jobs and this is our retirement. That's the we'll...
2: first thing we do with our big check from
1: from whoever. From is get, whoever, Is get tattoos. Yeah, but small ones, not like not face tattoos or lip tattoos or you know fourteen twenty in the shape of a mustache right here. There we go. Fourteen twenty.
2: Fourteen twenty, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good radio. You put, pointed your finger on the screen. I guess uh, that's great I, did radio. The Burt,
1: I did the Burt Reynolds <laughs> for everybody. We'll put a the mustache on our finger. We'll put fourteen twenty. on So the radio. for those of
2: you who want to see me and Dave get tattoos at our uh, at our elderly age, uh, just give us a bunch of money. And we'll go out and do it for you. The, the- Pony up. It, well, it, I don't think it would take much. It's a uh, tw- 25 times zero is still zero at this point. So anything you, got, you want to give us is more, more, more than appreciated. <laughs> Anyways, the 1420 sports bar podcast 4 beer sports talk and a whole lot more brought to you by bet us and BetUS.com. Be sure to use America's favorite sports book for all of your gambling needs today. Needs wants. They're not needs.
1: Wow yeah you're 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 gambling desires desires you don't but need gamble to gamble responsibly because i imagine some people took it in the ass I'll mattress
2: mac he didn't we'll talk about
1: that next segment good for him and the, the best franchise in baseball hey it's brent the 1420
2: sports bar podcast for all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game go to betus.com to make all your sports wagers betus.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball hockey horse racing and beyond and with an initial sign up bonus of 125 percent you get more bang for your buck at betus.com just click on all our on our personalized link that be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at america's favorite sportsbook there is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the tables as well so sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. former sports Sports talking a whole lot more. Dave, the World Series trophy was given out on Saturday night to uh, like a team that I have forgiven, but I won't forget. To the Houston Astros, Dusty Baker finally got his World Series trophy. We'll get to that in a second. But the one thing that I hate, I love sports, I'm a sports junkie, I watch the stupidest things and the stupidest things, and I let the stupidest things make me crazy, but nothing works me up more and makes me crazier than when the fucking owner gets the trophy before any of the players, managers, coaches, or anything gets. The fucking owner should not be on the playing field at all at all ever at all when those guys are out there celebrating i it drives me nuts that they even
1: interview those guys when the game's over i i hate it i can't stand it either it drives me nuts like it's hockey's the only sport where they hand it to the team captain isn't it yeah because in basketball they give it to the owner football they give it to the owner football the uh, owner the owner
2: starts grabbing it out of the commissioner's hands before it's ready to go
1: Yeah, like it's absolute garbage. Give it to, I get it. You paid for it. I get it. You signed the checks. Everybody knows who signs the checks. But get the, go in the locker room and just take the fucking trophy. Let the boys have fun with their trophy. Keep your hands off it. That's might be a little strong because these are billionaires. But, and it, it, it drives me fucking bonkers. Coach or captain, that's it. Hundred percent, because
2: and it, it, and in this situation, yeah, I I don't like the Astros. I forgiven, not going to forget. And this situation where they had a guy, and we'll get to him in a sec. We'll actually, we'll talk about it. They have a guy who's extremely likable, been, been in the game for a long time. He's the Forrest Gump of baseball, in Dusty Baker. They brought him in to be the uh, the moderator, the, the the voice of reason, the good guy after they got busted for the uh, the garbage can incident. Baker's there. He's on. He's on the podium. He's talking about going to party, like the whole bit. It was a great, it was a great, uh, interview they, they had with him. Give Dusty Baker the trophy right there. It's that simple. Baker's there. His first World Series has been in the game for 48 fucking years or 50 years, whatever it's been.
1: He has one as a player.
2: You know, get, give him, give him that, that, that World Series. He had a good time. He was enjoying it. The players that were, were so happy for him. Give, Give the World Series trophy, which is not which is a new trophy every year anyway, as long like as the Stanley Cup, where, where they, they have a, a, a the same one every year. It, give Baker the trophy. The, the, the That owner should not be anywhere near there. I,
1: I don't get it. I don't mind him being on stage, but don't hand him the trophy. Because, you know, all he did was stroke checks. He didn't make any um, personnel decisions. He didn't hit a ball. He didn't catch a uh, practice didn't make a lineup nothing Didn't make a lineup he didn't rake a field right um i understand why but it's absolute fucking garbage give it to the players give it to the people that earned that trophy not who paid for the trophy and that's garbage and on the side i saw some jackass on twitter say the world series trophy is the greatest the best trophy it's the worst trophy
2: I think it's the worst one. And I'm just favorite. You need
1: two hands, and it looks like you might break it. Every other trophy, you can, well, you can't one hand the Sammy Cup because it's a big, well, it's 38 hunk of,
2: pounds and it's a big yeah, hunk of it's meat. A yeah.
1: Big hunk of meat. But it's the I, I, the Larry O'Brien is basketball. You can one hand that. You can one hand the Super Yeah, Bowl the, the World Series
2: trophy looks like those, those flags might fall off at any time. It looks like it looks oh, pretty it flimsy.
1: Looks- yeah. It looks something you can buy at a fucking souvenir shop or it, a, it, it a Lego twi- shop.
2: It looked twice the size of that little prick Altuve though.
1: <laughs> Comes up to his waist. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, that is a Stanley Cup to that little prick.
0: But anyways,
1: you know what? I feel good for that Pena, that rookie gold wow. brother, My my son's favorite player on the team. Um, he's that. It's good for him. You know, he he kept his team in it, right? Like he. He was the only one that hit over 200 on the whole goddamn lineup, no? Jeez, that
2: pitching change in the six just goes to show how out of touch uh, baseball guys are nowadays. The guy that he Don't was rolling, it. Wheeler was rolling, yeah, there was two guys on, um, but he was rolling. If he gets a ground ball in a situation, he's out of he's inning, double play ball. They, they pull Wheeler, Two pitches later, home run, and that guy hit one of that that thing all the way to fucking Waco, man. Like that thing got hit, hit my fucking was, window. Yeah, that was hit a ton. <laughs> <laughs> like it, just gone, and it, that that goes to show that the the nerds aren't always right. And making a pitching change at that moment and putting a guy and this is the thing I, I, I talk about this a lot. There's a feel for the player as well that. He's rolling, he's relaxed, the pitcher's going pretty good as he was. And you bring a guy in, yes, they're professional, yes, it's their job, but you bring a guy in that situation where the butterflies might be a little bit bigger, where the, the butthole might be clenched a little bit tighter. Uh, in that situation, yes, they're professional, I get it, and that's what they're paid to do, but man, there's got to be a feel, and I, I think that that gets lost a lot with this uh, modern-day way of managing baseball.
1: Well, and here's something else we talk about. Uh, we talked about coaching staff and their video crews and what have you. Don't think that the Astros staff was breaking down, was watching every pitch throughout the playoffs. So now they knew that guy's tendency, to, and and you know yeah. the the conventional wisdom is you do worse the third time around the lineup. When you're seeing these relievers so often in the playoffs, like that might have been the second or third time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yarman Gordon, what was his name? the guy that hit that moonshot doesn't matter. It might've been the third time he saw him the thing. So, so there goes your, your competitive advantage of, of keeping guys fresh and not letting and them they, watch and three they, times.
2: I believe they faced them late in the season too. So it, <laughs> there, there was a, a lip, little more familiarity there. Yeah. I, I think that was a big, big mistake by the Phillies manager doing that. I mean, the Phillies didn't, they had one hit, and what the fuck was Schwarber doing, trying
0: to bunt? <laughs>
2: Two strikes, he's bunting. Like, like I, I I'm all, I,
0: I'm smart. People bunt, you know that.
1: Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages.
2: That wasn't a smart person what, hunting. Not there were two strikes in the eighth or whatever it was, and,
1: and you, he wasn't showing by that all. And
2: and it. you've been hitting home runs and and you're you know and you, you got to. Like, I've never seen something so fucking dumb in the game of baseball in my forty eight years.
1: And it was a yeah a 10 high eighty nine mile an hour <laughs> slider <It's, laughs> like fuck, yeah you ain't laying that down like at the best of times like and you're Kyle Schwarber. It's just say I give up. I don't want to like I don't I I don't get it. I mean, they
2: struck out how many times? I mean, there was like they they just weren't hitting the baseball. They were like they played that game fifty five times, and the Astros probably win that one fifty five times at that, at that, that point. Their bullpen that, was just phenomenal the, whole, the the whole playoff. They were the better got, team. The the, the the Houston Astros were the best team in baseball all season long. They they they, oh. they, they really were.
1: Oh, they're the best team in baseball for the last five years. Yeah, right. They're 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 a dynasty, right? You have to call them a dynasty because they so. Yeah, they've been licking the jar or in the big game. They they've been in four World Series since the tainted one. Yeah, right. And and so, well, sorry, including the tainted one, they've been in four. Um, you know, excuse me. Twenty-year-old Astro fan has seen more World Championships than twenty-year-old Yankee fan. Hey Anyways,
0: fourteen. <laughs> it's true.
2: It's a hundred percent true. The Yankees got a lot of work to do. I think every team's got a lot of a lot of work to do agency got out today every team let out their or yesterday every team let out their list of all the agents they got all, all the teams got a lot of work to do the yankees got a lot of work to do um
1: we can stick our teeth into that on thursday and and because the dial i read the dodgers list and i re- actually retweeted the yankees list yeah, like, uh, there's a lot of players that uh oof. there's a lot of players whose name i recognize and yeah. put it that way
2: when you, the when, you, and when, the when you recognize names, that uh, that means that there's some work to do and there's some money's got to got to be spent. So it, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's absolutely crazy. how Much work's got to be done. Maybe we'll uh, we'll have our friends from. Uh, he's a big uh, Orioles fan. We'll have him out on Aaron from. Um, brutally honest. Brutally honest to get his his take on. He's a big baseball guy. Maybe we'll reach out to him. But anyways,
1: he must be walking around with a chub too because his Eagles are all undefeated and. And Penn State's winning football game blah blah blah. Well, blah they they're winning the 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 ones you're supposed to win, right? Yeah. Like they're they're beating Detroit, ah, Green Bay.
2: <laughs> Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more.
1: Go Astros. I called it. I said in six. Mattress you Mac
2: put down 10 mil, got 75 million bucks.
1: I put no bucks and got no bucks, but I didn't lose any either. Didn't lose any either. That's for my NFL (laughs) game. Because I know NFL. I don't know shit about baseball.
2: And I know I'm going to lose money on both. I know that. (laughs) It's one thing I know.
1: Which shouldn't prevent you from proving us wrong. Go to betus.com. We have the link on our link tree. Show us how much smarter you are than us. We love nothing more. And then... And then pay us, and we can do this all the time. There we go, even better. We can even maybe take calls. We can be on. We can be in your ears twenty-four hours a day if you wanted. Well, I gotta sleep. Davey gotta sleep, brother. Well, no, we'll take shifts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats, to apparel, to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order over $100 in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want, when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Bureau Sports talking a whole lot more brought to you by Lids. Actually, Lids is, uh, it's fanatics. Uh, LIDS, a new sponsor that could, came on, on with us on Saturday afternoon. So go to LIDS and LIDS.com for all your sports apparel, uh, for all your needs, for everything you need for, for the World Cup, which we are going to talk about uh, probably next week. I think the first game's on the 24th or 25th, I think, Dave, is what I thought I saw. But we're going to do a little research on that.
1: Yeah, and I have my university soccer coach lined up. I will talk off air to get him teed up. Give us some insight
2: insight in the world in the world cup and actually my, my niece McKinley she's a big soccer uh, f- uh player and uh, and fan so we're gonna I'm gonna have a chat with her one-on-one about uh, the upcoming World Cup because everybody's pretty excited about that. It's in a different we'll actually we'll talk about that. It's, it's there are some issues and grievances where they're hosting that tournament.
1: Oh yeah
2: <laughs> there's some issues and grievances that, there's the needless to be say anyway Dave uh fun show fun little part we have here uh in tonight's show who is better? I got one, two, three, four, uh, five of them. Are you ready to go? When you are, uh, we'll start with Philadelphia mascots, Dave. Which one's better, the Philly fanatic or gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot?
1: <laughs> I actually quite dig them both. Um, the mascot, uh, for whatever reason, I was watching. I I found it on the Twitter machine. Uh, old ESPN Sports Center commercials and uh cheater was walking around with his razor and it had some green fur oh it. i remember I, that one yeah that yeah, was yeah he's like was this you was this you and then oh so no one used my razor and then the, the fanatic walks by so i saw it, and then they got the fanatic hats uh this one is by a fair margin i'm gonna give it to the fanatic for for the longevity action. and 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 being an excellent funny Mascot,
2: yeah, that thing he did with Tommy Lasorda years and years and years ago was quite good. No, the Fanatics uh-huh. been uh, he's been really good. Whoever's been in, in that costume for all these years and it's been great. Grady's got a little bit of work to do, but uh, the Fanatic. Both uh, both mascots in City, of Philadelphia, have done done quite well.
1: Uh, hold on, hold on. There's yeah. one thing I, I think I've said this line before, but the Sklar brothers have a a, prog- a podcast. They they talked to a friend of theirs who knew someone that was in the the Philly Fanatic. And then they, the the friend of theirs said, "Can I try on the head?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure." So he tried on the head, and they're like, "So what did it smell like?" He goes, "Each equal parts of perspiration, desperation, and Jagermeister." Yeah, he, he,
2: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Philly fan's life. Actually, not just the, the mascot.
1: Oh, on that note, sorry too. Once again, Philly became the only team in history in North American sports his, history. To lose two world uh, two professional sports championships on the same day because their
2: soccer team lost on Saturday as well, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. So oh, good on you, Philly. You got the Eagles fly. Eagles fly. They'll blow it. Uh, we <laughs> talked about this guy a
2: little earlier on the show. Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills quarterback, or
1: Josh Saviano, Paul Pfeiffer from the Wonder Years. Oh, This one isn't even close either. It's Josh Allen all the way. You're trying to bury him after uh, a. yep I'm not baguette. trying anything. Oh. Paul Silviano. Silviano? Serviano? Servino? No, not Paul Servino. Paul Servino. He would have been a better one than, than one of yours, Paul. Paul Servino, do you know who he is? No. Uh, Paulie from... Uh, goodfellas okay was, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he yeah. was the cop in law and order so paul servino was way better than the other paul and i'm still uh you know what okay is How it paul's the- okay
2: paul paulie from good from from goodfellas yeah or or josh allen which kind of goes against what we're, we're going for here but whatever
1: <laughs> it was two joshes nope. but oh <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> uh you know what on longevity, and I'm gonna t- because I was a huge fan of Law and Order: The Original Incantation way back in the day, and he was in that where, uh, the just what is it, two equal parts, the cops who, thing the thing, and the DA who enforces them. Bon, bon. Um, Paul Servino, Paul Servino, Polly I'm gonna take him over Josh Allen. Okay. Sorry, that was a little bit of stream of Yeah, that, right was, that kind of went all fucked up there.
2: Uh, Cam Neely, who we just spoke about with the Boston Bruins Hall of Famer. I don't know if he was a Hall of Fame player. Personally, that's my own personal opinion. I'm entitled to it. That's why I have a podcast. Say whatever the fuck I want. Um, But Cam Neely or Cameron Diaz? It's
1: a good one. Because I, too, do not believe Cam Neely... Um, should be a hall of famer. He definitely had hall of fame potential. Injuries did rob him of a lot of production, but tough shit. Like you know, I said the cookie crumbles. Cameron Diaz fucking was in every other movie. It seemed like about twenty years ago. She disappeared a little bit, eh? Totally went off the radar. Like I don't. I I, I think she got married and and retired from acting to 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 be a mom. I, I actually the last
2: I time I saw her. She was feeding that nozzle A-Rod popcorn at the Super Bowl. Do you remember that?
1: No, like 100 years ago.
2: That's the last time I've seen – that's the last time – because I'm not a movie person by any means. But that's the last time I've seen her in the public eye. I don't go huh.
1: looking for her. No, not of me. Well, well, like, yeah, I don't watch TMZ, so I don't know what she's up to. <laughs> um, I think she's, she's –
2: big enough to avoid the tmz paparazzi
1: but whatever. well you know a handsome enough woman but like i was not never a really huge fan <sighs> but i can't see bass you know i'll give it to see bass because he was a gamer injuries did god uh, give him a give him a raw deal um and he seems like a pretty decent guy. I'm going to give this. He seems the like an 10-year-old. outstanding guy. He does. He absolutely,
2: yeah. He absolutely does. Yeah. Uh, and then even today, his his press conference with the uh, the the Mitchell uh, situation was he, he was uh, quite well spoken about that. Uh, the,
1: two bo- more The to worst go? thing about him is occasionally when I see him, I mix him up with Mike Milbury, who is a total horse's ass. Milbury's they, not they, they, my favorite. Oh, I can't stand. I
2: don't think Milbury's man. anyone's favorite.
1: No, but they do have a bit of a similarity to them on yeah. screen, and then so that's I do mix them up occasionally. Yeah. So I apologize about that, Mister Neely. Your stand up, Millbury, you can get pound sand. Two more to go. Uh, Mick Foley, the wrestler, mankind, or Mick
2: Mars, recently retired bassist of Motley Crue.
1: <laughs>
2: Not even bass guitar player. I think it's like a rhythm guitar player from Motley. Yeah, you know, when I
1: saw the Motley Crue gang come through Lethbridge, Alberta. I'm surprised that guy wasn't in a fucking casket. Oof. That's a few years cow. back. Yeah, that was about that was before Josh was born. Yeah, so that was about 13 years ago. Fat uh, Vince Neil doing oh, this on the speaker, horrible. and the only one that really brings it is Tommy. <sighs> Excuse me, uh, Mick Mars. I, you know, obviously Motley Crue is a mega band. They had some really good hits. I was never a super fan mick foley brought it he put his body on the line every night and for whatever reason isn't well wasn't brain damaged at the end of his career i actually read mankind's book i'm gonna give this one uh mankind to mick, mick foley, foley. Yes. i i agree but,
2: I, I i listen to his podcast now and then he's, he's pretty good he's pretty uh, it's Smart, he he got out just in time. I think uh, his body gave out before his brain did, which is it's good. He he wasn't the most fit individual, but boy, he night after night that that one match he had with the Undertaker, and like I know, and I, I've said this for years since they they, they told you that wrestling was uh, fake and the predetermined outcomes. But these guys are are their athletes, what they do out there on a night in, night out base. I've been on a bit of a wrestling kick lately for some reason, uh old, old school stuff. But uh yeah, Mick Foley, man, he would bring it night in, night out, and the stuff he would do for the entertainment of the crowd was something something to behold. Like just it was crazy. Like if you haven't crazy. seen
1: it, hell, like hell hell in a cell mankind undertaker. Yeah, like he he he. From the top of the cage, body slam to the mat, and then from the do- top of the cage to the scores table or whatever the hell you call it. Like, Broadcaster's how- table, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I just a quick uh, vignette uh, from that, his book. They were in the back of the room afterwards, and uh, him and uh, Undertaker were talking about the match. And he goes, Oh, yeah, I'm good like, and he was like, Jesus, man, like, how are you still alive? Oh, no, that was a good match. He goes, hey, did we ever use those thumbtacks? And he had fucking thumbtacks oh, <laughs> over his back. He didn't even realize Jesus. they were in there.
2: Because he was knocked silly, <laughs> didn't know what was going on. And, oh, it's just
1: crazy. How right. he doesn't have CTE, I'll never know. It's absolutely crazy.
2: Uh, last one, Dave, we'll call it a night for the 1420 Sports our podcast for the night. Um, talked about this guy a little bit earlier on, too. Actually, we didn't talk about him. We talked about his team. Mick
1: Saban or Nick Cage? Who is better? Who's Oh, Nick Cage by a ton. Give me Nicolas Cage. He's as weird as it gets. But I was a Nicolas Cage fan for for a bit. Like um The Leaving Las Vegas was awesome. Love that was movie, man. Con Air was a was a good cheesy movie. Face Off, good cheesy movie. Uh Leaving Las leaving Vegas. Las Vegas. Like, leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. No, and then the- uh, Honeymoon in Vegas, he was also in. With Sarah oh, Jessica so, Parker. Yeah, sorry, that's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Where he gambled uh Sarah Jessica Parker with James Connor. James think, Conn and, and yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah, <laughs> no, the give me uh give me uh a James Conn all the way i not no, nick Con, cage sorry nick cage all the way on this one for sure yeah he's
2: good like i was uh though i'm a big nick cage fan that that movie with elizabeth shoe leaving las vegas fantastic it's uh very well done and overdrive has this good bit about you can never ever ask me to stop drinking it's quite quite a humorous little something they got going on there but no he's uh he's he's good uh sabin when he retired, which is, you know, he's 70-whatever years old, who wants that job after him, man? I I wouldn't want the first one after him. I'd want the second one after him.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, it's just tough following the greatest. And, you know, like Nick Saban I just hate because he's such a pompous ass. He's so successful. He <laughs> he lied when uh, he left the do- the the Dolphins. He Dolphins. Couldn't, hack- couldn't hack it in the NFL. And you know what with with the gig he's rolling with now in in Tuscaloosa why would you put up with the pressures of the NFL cuz like he's he's the king of a fiefdom right he has more power than the governor in that state yeah So you know no disrespect to the job he's doing and how he's he's clearly reached the pinnacle no one's better at his job than him and that's a really competitive job but you're still a fucking asshole.
2: Nozzle the month on the 7th of November anyways. <laughs> Fun show tonight, Dave. We'll do it again on Thursday night. We'll get this out there to uh, to the masses. We're, we're doing good. We're belly up network. Everything's going really well with them. We got some other things on, on the books, meetings, and blah, 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 coming up with some sponsors. And if somebody wants to give me and Dave I don't know, a whole bunch of cash for us to do this full time, we'll take it. No, oh, we'll even do one just for you. Once a day, we'll come and talk to you. Well, and just we'll, pick up the phone, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you once a day if you really want to just listen to us. I'm sure there's yeah. got to be somebody out there who listens to us all the time.
1: Yeah, give us the topics you want more. Like, you know, money talks. And our bullshit, don't walk. Don't walk. Anyways,
0: the
2: 1420 <laughs> Sports Bar podcast, four mirror sports, talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself to eat your own. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, David?
1: No swinging at high pitches, Val. No.
2: Jimmy, we'll talk to you uh, coming up soon. we are heading out that way uh, in a couple of weeks. You're not driving, are you?
1: No. No. Train. Yeah. <laughs> greyhound. Oh, there ain't no Greyhound. No the loser more. cruiser. The loser cruiser. The hound. Southbound on the Greyhound.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have a good night, folks. Talk to you on Thursday night. <laughs> night, everybody.